Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, Vince, my co-host, hosting one more great leader, and we're so happy to have him, and I'm going to let Vince introduce but I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited as well. Well, first, you know, just like anything, you have to be flexible. We had to make a detour from San Antonio, Texas, and we have the honor to be in Fairfax Station in Northern Virginia to speak with Mike Black, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Concise Network Solutions. Good morning, Mike. Welcome to the show. Let's start off. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, good morning, Vince, and good morning, Enrique, and thank you first for uh, for having me on the uh, the Leadership Void podcast. It's an awesome opportunity, and I love what you guys are doing. Um, I'm Mike Black. Uh, given name is Michael Black, uh, but go by Mike. And I am a <clears throat> I'm a military brat. Uh, so I grew up being around the military. Uh, my father was in the Army for 28 years, and then I joined the Air Force. Went off to school at the Air Force Academy. And so if you put all that together, I'm 57 years old, but I've been around the military my entire life. I've been around leaders my entire life to include my father and then all those associated uh, with, my, with my parents. I uh, served for 26 and a half years as a communications officer. A wide variety of assignments uh, rose to the rank of colonel and culminated my career, my military career, as the commander of the White House Communications Agency. Uh, providing communication support uh, to the executive office of the president, uh, name successors, and, and all of those that support uh, the, the president of the United States. Um, <clears throat> I retired in January of 12, uh, so it's about eight years ago, almost nine years ago. I uh, joined the private sector uh, with uh, working with the small businesses uh, in a leadership capacity. Uh, leadership, I uh, was in a leadership laboratory for uh, for 26 and a half years in the military and uh, naturally um, chose to, to continue on in leadership and um, became a chief operating officer of a small business. Um, and I'm with my third small business as a chief operating officer um, and been doing that for eight years since I retired, almost nine. That's wonderful. And uh, thank you for your service, uh, a long one at that and a, an illustrious one that, you know, getting to the rank of colonel is not easy. And so congratulations on that and your retirement and your successes afterwards. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about Concise Network Solutions. Oh, yes. Uh, Concise Network Solutions is a service disabled veteran owned small business. The CEO is uh, David Johnson. Uh, the company has been around going on its 18th year. Um, I joined the company in, in uh, 2018. Our core capabilities are um, structured cabling and uh, distributed antenna systems uh, integration. So basically, we call that turnkey network. Uh, basically, the wiring, uh, whether it's hard wiring or the, uh, the wireless infrastructure to support uh, networks. We're agnostic to the type of network. It can be a voice, it can be a nurse call, it can be Wi-Fi, it can be cell, uh, but all of that you need a network uh, to have connectivity and, and allow people to, to, to talk and communicate. Uh, I'm the chief operating officer of that. We are in the, both the government spaces and the private sector. 
Um, primary government customers are uh, the Veterans Administration. We want to go where we're celebrated, uh, not tolerated. Um, we are with uh, the Social Security Administration on, uh, and the Department of Defense, Defense and looking to grow in others. And in the private sector, we support the major carriers, the, the, the folks that do telephones, um, and then hospitals, um, town centers, any place you can think of that would need network connectivity, we're involved in in doing that kind of work. Celebrated, not tolerated. Uh, you know, very well said. Uh, and hearing the great things you all are doing. So when this whole pandemic hit, uh, how did you all adjust, pivot, or what was your model from then on going forward? That's a great question, Vince. Uh, we, we had to, uh, to adjust fire, if you will, uh, to do things uh, the way that we're conducting business in a pandemic environment. There's really no site visits anymore uh, to, to do that. So uh, we're, we're, we are relying on drawings and information from the, from the customers. Most of our meetings are, <clears throat> if not all, are remote uh, via uh, some kind of a, a platform like Zoom or uh, WebEx or Google Hangout, those kind of things. So adjusting to, uh, to do that was, uh, was something that we had to do. And um, just really, uh, adapting to our customers' way of, of, of doing business as, as well. Uh, nobody is having these in-person in, uh, in meetings um, anymore. And so being able to, uh, to have enough bandwidth within my house to, uh, uh, to do that. I've got, uh, you know, my wife is a teacher, my daughter's a teacher, and uh, they're teaching remotely. So we upgraded our, our connectivity at the house so that we all could be online um, exchanging information at the same time. Uh, but definitely a pivot uh, to uh, to do that. And business has been impacted uh, a little bit with that, but it's starting to pick back up. Um, and we've got some opportunities uh, on the horizon, um, the start of uh, 2021 that will uh, put us in good shape. It's interesting that you mentioned the horizon because that's what was uh, following <laughs> into my into my question, you know, that you guys are doing great things, um, providing services for those that need it and and more you know now more than ever so what are you guys uh, looking at in the horizon how does that horizon look for you that's a great question as well um you take for example the uh, the veterans administration um and electronic records uh, that's a big move a big push um and in order to do electronic records you you got to have the capacity uh to to do that and you think about all of the va facilities uh worldwide clinics hospitals and and support organizations and the the backbone if you will to support that that's something that's on the horizon for us to to support is uh, to help the va build their infrastructure to be able to support electronic records um, <clears throat> other agencies are are doing similar things whether it's a uh, security or upgrading their telephone or their their network services so we're we're following that. We're also um, looking at hospitals. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic that's that's going on, a lot of focus, a lot of money is going to hospitals to to do that. And so there's opportunities there to support uh, uh, healthcare uh, type organizations. And we're doing that in the private sector on the commercial side. Uh, so as I stated, you know, 2021 and beyond uh, does look promising uh, with activities, and uh, we want to be on the forefront of of that, uh, providing those. Um, turnkey networks. Well, thank you for giving us an overview of, of Concite Network Solution. We wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Uh, let's turn it over now to 
you know, standing on the shoulder of giants and speaking of those leaders, uh, as you mentioned, your dad and others that helped you along the way. Uh, for yourself, Mike, uh, what professional development areas do you work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? That's a great, another great question. Um, as I, I mentioned earlier, uh, leadership is a passion of mine and you've constantly got to develop that, uh, surround yourself to be, a, be around leaders. So one of the things I do is I do a lot of reading about leadership. Um, and I'm also writing a book on leadership. Uh, my, my book is overdue, like a library book. It should have been done, but uh, it's, it's not done, uh, done yet. But, uh, but reading about leadership, and um, I actually have a, a couple of books uh, behind me here that, uh, that I'm reading. Um, some are sports related. Um, <clears throat> this is uh, Red Auerbach and uh, Bill Russell. If you know, they uh, Boston Celtics won a bunch of championships uh, early on, and uh, Bill Russell was a coach, uh, so a leader and a player. And uh, it's interesting to see their relationship uh, with uh, with Red Auerbach and, and Bill Russell, uh, particularly in these times with uh, everything that's going on with uh, race relations and 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 that kind of stuff. There was a lot of lessons to be learned in in that. And uh, another book of uh, of choice is. Uh, uh, Doing Business by the Good Book. This is uh, uh, by David Stewart, the uh, CEO and founder of Worldwide Technology, who I've happened to met uh, and met with several times. And uh, it's a biblically based uh, book, uh, but he talks about his success in, um, in growing his business. And he's the most successful uh, 8A company ever. Um, you know, started out as an 8A company and now he's uh, a multi, multi billionaire. Um, a company, basically the Silicon Valley of, uh, of the uh, central United States out of St. Louis. And then I, I read, uh, I'm reading now Good to Great with my, uh, with my CEO. We read a chapter and discuss that. And then also I've read um, uh, Tony Dungy's book, uh, Mentor Leader. Uh, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of sports. I think there's great analogies in leadership in, in sports. And of course, of course, most sports have team um, involved. And so you've got to get everybody on the team uh, singing from the same sheet of music. And that's that's one of the reasons why I gravitate towards uh, sports leadership books, because I think that combination of, uh, of sports, uh, first, I'm a big fan of it, of sports, but but seeing how they mold their team uh, to to do uh, to move in a certain direction. And I can give you all kinds of analogies about uh, about football and baseball teams where everybody has to be on the same sheet of music for them to to be successful. You know, if one person on the football team is not doing their job and all 10 others are, the play may not be successful. I mean, a person doesn't do their blocking, person can come right through the line and, and disrupt that play. And everybody else could be doing what they're supposed to be doing. But that one person, um, the same thing with basketball, baseball. Um, and then I've been around teams. You guys have been around teams your, your whole career. You understand that to get everybody singing from the same sheet of music is important. Outstanding. I'm so happy to hear that books are in your, in your wheelhouse and your toolbox because we learn from others daily. And so, uh, you know, as you was emerging uh, in your leadership roles, uh, what advice did you receive that after reading so many books and having served so long, you can say, man, these are solid tips that I can share with future emerging leaders. What would that be? One of the biggest things I, um, 
I take home and I keep in, always keep in my virtual toolbox, a virtual duffel bag is, is, uh, is relationships. Huh? Sometimes people think of that maybe as a cliche, but, but life is about relationships. People want to do business with people that they know, that they're comfortable with, that they trust. And so I spend a lot of time nurturing relationships. And I learned that from a couple of my mentors uh, growing up in the military and how important uh, relationships are. I don't want to be asking you for something um, the first time that I meet you and say, hey, Enrique, hey, Vince, uh, you know, can you give me a million dollars? If I just met you, that's not going to go over well. But if we have a relationship and we're in a business together um, and working together and I know you and you know me, you may be more likely to or I may be more likely to to work with you, you know, because of the, the relationship and this and uh, entrepreneurship. It's, it's all about relationships. You got to know your customer. You got to know your partner. And most of all, you got to know your people. I spend a lot of time, uh, you know, nurturing uh, the relationship from the, the people that are on my team and understanding what's important to them um, and knowing that and knowing your people. And if you know your people, um, they're going to, uh, to respect you. They're going to care about you. And they're probably going to do what you ask because of that relationship that you have. Yeah, in the military, we take orders and, and do things and and that's that's what we're supposed to do. But you guys know that if you have a relationship with your with your team, um, they're going to try that much harder um, and work that much harder and take it to the next level. And that's how you get from good to great. Absolutely. You know, building that relationship, they'll go through fire, through walls for you. And having teams, you have to be on the same sheet of music. But at times there are challenges, right? So uh, talk to us about some challenges you have faced and what do you do to overcome them? Well, <clears throat> I mean, challenges that I face, I mean, you always have to be ready for the, the unexpected. I mean, uh, you take, for example, my, my 26 year career in the military, all right? I mean, you know, people expect dial tone all the time. I mean, nobody called me up and said, hey, Mike, thanks for the dial tone. But if that dial tone isn't working, they're gonna be mad, uh, they're gonna be upset. And so, <clears throat> I use that dial tone as an example, but it can be anything that you have to be prepared for, for the unexpected. And so how do you prepare? You train, you practice, you rehearse. Um, I use that, that military acronym that you guys are probably uh, familiar with, uh, PACE. You have the primary means of communication, your alternate means of communication, your contingency, and then your emergency. If you have all of that you are likely to be ready for, for what happens. And you can apply that in, in life, in business, in leadership. It's not just with communications, uh, but that's an acronym that a lot of communicators use is, you know, what's your primary means? Make sure you got that. What is your alternate means in case your primary isn't working? What if your primary and alternate aren't working? You got to have a contingency plan. Well, if all three of those aren't working, you still got to have an emergency plan. And I'm working at the White House, it wasn't going to go over well to hand the, the phone to the president and say, uh, there's no dial tone. You know, that, that, that's, that's a non-starter. Uh, and so that's how you have to be, be prepared. So you rehearse, practice, train. Training is so important and providing the training to your folks and make sure that they have the training. And it's not just technical training. It can be leadership training. Um, it can be um, organizational behavior. Um, but whatever it is to equip your folks and your team uh, to do the best possible job, that's something that you have to invest in. Yeah, I, I love PACE. Uh, it's literally what all of us 
actually kind of put into place to make sure our career didn't go derailed, right? Right. Uh, because, uh, you know, you have to implement some type of strategy in order to mitigate before anything happened, uh, a potential a period where you're at a loss for words, right? Because right. I'm sure... I'm sure the president would not come back with some nice words, but uh, in dealing with uh, strategies and dealing with um, change challenges, all of us have uh, a way of dealing with those things. What are some of the ways that you implement strategies to deal with change? Well, you know, you take the last, uh, you know, eight months, nine months. I mean, there's, there's been a tremendous change in how we operate, uh, you know, basically since March, um, <clears throat> and so you you have to uh, you have to be prepared, uh, you know, for for that change. And so you know you you um, organize with your team um, to to have strategy sessions uh, to basically we call it what if you know what if this happens what if we do this or how are we going to do that you try to be prepared for for all the contingencies. Uh, you do your homework, you look at the data that you that you have so that you can try to make the best possible decision, the best going down the best possible path. I mean, if you've got, you know, options to choose from, hopefully, you know, in, in my teams, we've done our homework and we know that this option is going to lead down this road. This one's probably going to lead down this road. This one is going to be closer to where we want to go. And so we we try to drive the the train, if you will, the organization to go down that path. And that takes a lot of homework. Uh, that takes looking at data. I'm a big uh, data uh, collector, if you will, because I think data shows us a lot of things. Now it's what you do with that data. Um, and there's all kinds of data out there. And today there's lots of sensors. I mean, we got smartphones, we got cameras. There's lots of things that are being collected. So the information is out there. You've got to analyze that. You've got to have team members that are experts in, in doing that kind of thing and then have decision points based upon that data that's coming in. And so it drives you. If I get this at this time, then I'm gonna make this decision. Uh, but that takes a lot of studying, a lot of practice. It takes having the right people on your team. Uh, today, data scientists are a, are a hot commodity. Uh, a lot of corporations, a lot of people are, are investing in, in folks and you can get a degree in data science now. Um, that is so important. It, it, it allows you to be, be predictable and, and that kind of thing. I mean, and incidentally, the, uh, you know, the reason the, um, the, the, uh, the solution for the vaccine is, is with us today is because of, of data. Um, you know, look how fast um, the, the scientists have uh, developed uh, a vaccine. That's, that's unheard of, uh, but it's based upon data. And, and people have done their homework and people have put the energy in. You can do the same thing in your organization in life. You know, absolutely. Well said, Mike. Definitely having the data will make you make as this unprecedented time, you know, seeing we have solutions already in less than a year. So that's unheard of. And thank you for all the wisdom you shared uh, and hearing all the challenges and being a copious, you know, reader and avid reader. And, and giving the great acronym of PACE for folks to understand how to deal with uh, of challenges and uh, great advice there. So folks that are hearing you, uh, how do they get a hold of you and or Concise Network Solutions? Well, uh, for me, you can contact me directly at uh, M Black. So that's M 
B-L-A-C-K, at concise, C-O-N-C-I-S-E-I-N-C. So mblack at conciseinc.com. That is my personal email address. Uh, the company's website is www.conciseinc.com. And you can find all about uh, Concise and what we do. Uh, to reach me uh, personally, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a social media guru, if you will. I'm, I'm all over Facebook. And so if you just look at Michael Black, current situation, uh, you'll, you'll be able to find me if you do a, do a search on that. Um, I'm also on, on Twitter and Instagram. And my handle is called Check the Mic. And Check is spelled like the British spell it. Uh, it's C-H-E-Q-U-E the mic and it's all one word so it's at check the mic uh, that's how you find me on on twitter and and instagram and there's a story that goes along with that i mean i said i worked at the at the white house um, one of the big things we do you can see the podium back over my shoulder there uh, the microphone always had to be ready for the president and so we would check the mic and mike is m-i-c my name is mike and so it's kind of a play on 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 that and i got that i didn't make that up myself um one of my mentors who I met with before I took, took command, Lieutenant General Edmonds uh, took me out to eat um, and told me all the things that were, I need to do to be successful at the White House Communications Agency. And he knew that he used to be the director of the Defense Information Systems Agency. And one of the last things he said to me was, check the mic. And I said, yes, sir. And now he said, check the mic. And I was like, yes, sir. And now he said it about five times, check the mic. And so when your mentor, your, uh, <clears throat> Uh, leader says something to you and they, they foot stomp it, that means it's going to be on the test. And he foot stomped, check the mic. Uh, and so I've carried that. Uh, so back since uh, 2009, when I took command, uh, check the mic, and I've kind of made that my, my mantra. Um, so check the mic. Outstanding. Thank you for sharing that. And we'll make sure to have all that information attached to the video or the comments so that they can get a hold of you. Mike, thank you so much for being with us today. And, if, and, and folks, if you wanna get a hold of the leadership board, and we were talking earlier, right? <laughs> when we were mentioning good to great or, or, or yeah. being a speaker, uh, Mike uh, actually took us up on that. Uh, so thank you for that. But if you wanna get a hold of us, the leadership void uh, at gmail.com is our email. Please send us uh, leadership requests, things you want to see on our show, things you want us to talk about. Uh, if you want to be a guest, that's a way of getting a hold of us as well. Uh, so don't be afraid. Uh, you just might show up on here. Uh, and, and we would love to hear any comments you have about the show, things we can do better. We would definitely appreciate it. I want to remind everybody that if you like us that much, hey, put a like on the, on the uh, channel subscribe to our channel and leave some comments. We'll definitely engage in, in, those, in that regard and we'll check the mic on our end to make sure everything's going good. Yes, and we had the pleasure today to connect with the Mike Black. This is his current situation going on here at the Leadership Void. As uh, again, he mentioned, as Mike mentioned, we were checking the mic today and we were honored to have him. And next week we will conclude uh, the 2020 with uh, and have the honor to speak with Kelsey DeSantis. She's the founder and CEO of The Plug Consulting here in Florida. So for those out there, we want to wish you a happy holidays 
and we'll see you one more time to culminate 2020. But today, our current situation was Mike Black. Checking the mic. Thank you so much for being here. Have a great day. It was an honor, gentlemen. Thank you for having me and uh, a great program. And I appreciate what you're doing with the leadership void. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.